Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome back to the Know Your Role Player Podcast. I'm your host, J215 Forever. Follow your boy on IG, and on my IG page is my podcast page. That is Know Your Role Player underscore podcast. The best way that you can listen to this podcast is to download the Anchor app. That's anchor.fm backslash Know Your Role Player, all right? So whether you have Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Radio Public, CastBox, and many, many more, you will get notifications like when episodes like the one you are currently listening to are available. All right. All right. Guys, welcome back. Today is Monday, November 1st. We're going to keep today's pod really simple. Uh, Definitely got some news to talk about. Um, some injuries to talk about, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I want, I don't want to do anything, um, too over the top, but as always, let me, um, address our guests, my man, French, French say what's up to the, what's going on everybody. All right, French. Now we got to start with your Lakers, man. You know, um, we talked about them earlier, but, um, after a rough weekend and, um, Anthony day to Davis, which is being called on the internet now. I don't know who originated that one. Shout out to them. Um, Kurt Goldsberry, have you heard of him? Yes, sir. Uh, he has four questions. And without having his input anything, I want to throw these four questions at Mr. Laker, you yourself. Are right, you ready? I'm ready. All right. Question number one Can the Lakers stay healthy? No. <laughs> I mean, are... They're, are, like, they're already not healthy, right? Yeah. So that, that within itself to me is a silly question. Yeah. Because they're already not healthy. This was my number one problem with the team coming into the season. I thought the pieces was fine. I did not like the Westbrook trade. I thought Buddy Hill made more sense. Buddy Hill is shooting 42% on 10 three-point field goal attempts. You tell me what's wrong with that picture. Did he make more sense than the Lakers? Uh, whatever. Old story. But back to the Lakers and health. Uh, Davis already got a sprained th- uh, finger. LeBron's already out for a week, maybe more. I think that's a pretty simple question. And second question, can they play great defense? No. <laughs> you want to elaborate on that, brother? I, I mean, it, it's okay. So here's the thing. The problem with the Lakers is they do have good place, pieces, but those pieces don't necessarily fit into the same puzzle. Yep. So the ultimate problem that they are going to have and continue to have is that they have guys that are going to be slow in rotation, because they continue to play DeAndre Jordan starting at the five, right? And he's mm-hmm. slow. He's not DeAndre Jordan in his prime, right? That guy's mm-hmm. never walking out the locker room. Mm-hmm. Second problem is you decided, again, to not get a true shooting guard. You got Kent Bazemore because you like his athleticism and what he brings to you in all the categories of basketball, right? He's a good role player. He's not a starting shooting guard. Hasn't been a sh- starting shooting guard since Atlanta tried it when he came in the league. He's just not that guy. So I just think defensively, they have major issues. And then when you look at their bench, I mean, you're bringing in Melo, never played defense a day in his NBA career. Austin Reeves, he tries, but he's a rookie. Rondo's old. Like, you need the Kendrick Nunns. You need the Taylor and T- Horton Tuckers. You need those guys that are hurt. Trevor Ariza? Trevor Ariza. Exa- well, you know. <laughs> so, again, you need these guys that are just not there. And um, will they all be there together at the same time? I hope so. But history does not suggest that that will be the case. Okay, number three. 
do they and slash will they have enough shooting? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, they tried this Wayne Ellington stuff, whatever. And again, Taylor Horton Tucker wasn't he wasn't as good of a shooter as Caruso was, right? So if you wanted the shooting, you should have kept Caruso and not, you know, THT. But I'm not mad at that decision. But even with Monk, Monk is a streaky shooter. Right. I would not say that he is a consistently good shooter. He's not Patty Mills, right? Most nights, Patty Mills is going to get you 11 to 13 points, you know, just because he could shoot. Monk isn't that guy. It would be great if he could become that guy, but I think it's unrealistic and unfair to ask him to become that guy at this point. And my last question, who would you take to reach the Western Conference Finals, the Lakers or the field? The field. <laughs> the field. I mean, not like... Like, cause like just right now, if I'm just being completely honest with the shape of the Lakers and the way that they look and the way that they're playing, there's no way, even me, the biggest Laker fan, I cannot say in good conscience that they are going to be, you know, in the finals. I can't say that like right now, this team looks exactly like last year's team looked. And where was last year's team? In the play-in game. Last where's... year's team played better defense than this year's team. Uh... Well, yes, but I'm saying, where is there a good chance that this team is going to be? In the play-in. Mm. I'm not, you know, like, that might be an overreaction. But at the end of the day, that's just how, as of right now, that's how it's looking. Man. Yeah, I don't think it's an overreaction. Um, I don't like the pieces on this team. They do need to get healthy, and when they're healthy, I think a fair evaluation should come. But off of the rip, I think Davis needs to play center. Uh, you can't if you have Westbrook starting, you have to have spacing. So Dennis Davis at center starts the spacing. All right, then you have to ask him, who are you putting as your power forward? Be nice if you could put LeBron or Ariza there, but they're not available. So the next question is, who is your power forward, and why don't you have that guy on this roster? I think moves will be made. I think Rob Palenka for the second year in a row made questionable decisions, and I've got to ask the question. When Rob Palenka won a championship and just let everybody go, I mean, come on, man. I, I don't know, man. I just, I just, okay. and it's not just Rob Palenka. It's part LeBron too because, again, they had Buddy Hill and LeBron wanted Russell Westbrook. All right, that's one hundred percent facts, man. So, can we be realistic about Rob Palenka? Rob Palenka got the job because they wanted Kobe. Kobe didn't want to be the president of operations. He didn't want anything to do with working for an actual team again, because he said like he like Derek Jeter. The only way he would do something like that is if he was part owner of the right. team. So they got the next best thing, which was Rob Palenka, who, I mean, he wasn't even that great of an agent because outside of Kobe, he didn't have that many noticeable athletes. So the Lakers are a mess, but they're a mess with superstar talent. So they'll stay relevant. Mm-hmm. All right, next, and we're going to go to the power rankings. I'm going to run through the top 10, and then I want you to comment on uh, you know, let me know if you have a problem with it, but let me give you the list first before you comment on them, all right? Okay. So, at number 10, we got the Denver Nuggets at 5-4. and four. Number 9, we got the Bulls at 6-3. and three. Number 8, we got the Bucks at 4-6. and six. Number 7, we got Phoenix at 5-3. and three. 6, the Dallas at 6-3. and three. 5, Utah at 7-3. and three. 4, Brooklyn at 7-3. and three. 3, the Miami Heat at 7-2. and two. 2, the Golden State Warriors at 8-1. And 1, and one. My Philadelphia 76ers. So, um, here's my, I have a question. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, brother. So, so, here's my question. Is this based off of 
what we've seen so far this season or what the records are so far this season? I think this is based off what we've seen this season. Um, I would put Golden State in front of my Sixers. I would uh, put Miami in front of both. I would put Miami in front of Golden State. Golden State has of, one loss, so I'm going to give them the number one spot. I understand the one loss, but for me, if it's based on what I've seen, Miami with their starters, right? Because one of Miami's losses is without Kyle Lowry. So Miami, with their starter, to me, has looked like the best team in basketball That's so far. cool, and I'm going to disagree with that. Uh, Golden State has the number one defensive efficiency in the league and probably has the number two passing offense. Not the number two overall offense, but they have probably the highest, some of the highest assists out of any teams in the league. And they're missing two key players. So I am going to respectfully disagree and say, I believe the Golden State Warriors have been the most exciting and best team in the league, and they also have the record to back it up. Most exciting, yes. Only thing I'll caution about Golden State, and this doesn't take anything away from them, is I question the fact that they haven't played many games out the state of California. So I need to see what they can do on a true road test, which will come up. We'll see. We'll actually see that pretty shortly. I'm not worried about that. Well, no, I just, again, I want to see because they are defending home court and they're defending their state. All right, so but... let's, let's 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 talk about this week real quick So as we go through these teams. So this week, Golden State has Atlanta, Minnesota, Chicago, and Charlotte. What do you think they're going with that record? I think they're losing one. I think they're losing Chicago. I don't think that they're going to lose... Maybe. You know what I'm saying? They can go well, 4-0, though. They could. I think Chicago, out of all those teams, poses the biggest potential problems, which is the fact that they do have a competent big man who, if he – Vucevic has showed, if nothing else, if he's not playing against a real center, oh, he's going to look like a top five. You know, like, if you've never seen Vucevic play and you see him play against, you know, a Kevin Looney at center or, like, tonight with Blake Griffin – this dude going to look every bit of the all-star that he's been the last couple seasons. But when you put him up against a real center, that's the problem for Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so that talk would be of... the game for Golden State, I would say. Yeah, I would, they, they, I... They, The Bulls match up, though. That's all I'm saying. Better I would say Atlanta. Teams. I don't think the Bulls play enough <laughs> defense. I think you can pick them apart a little bit with passing. Uh, I just don't buy Minnesota as a team. I like your talent, but just starting to fall back defensively. And Steph Curry always kills Minnesota. Charlotte doesn't play any defense. And they'll make Draymond Green have a triple-double against them. I think Atlanta's the hardest team. Uh, stopping Trey Young's dribble penetration and his ability to pass to other shooters. Definitely very versatile wings that can offer different things. And rebounding bigs and bigs that can score with versatility. Yep. I think tonight's game versus Atlanta will be pretty tough for the Warriors. It'll be uh, interesting. Now, let's talk about my Philadelphia 76ers. All right, we are getting killed with COVID. Unfortunately, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, um, I'm missing people. Thibault's um, out tonight. Matisse Thibault, a lot, um, Isaiah Joe, all have COVID. Now, my first question is, I think the Sixers shouldn't be playing games because that sounds like an outbreak. And we're not even talking about team officials and people so... in the facility, but it sounds like an outbreak. Yes. So, the, the NBA, just like the NFL – put in these rules before their season started where if you're a vaccinated player that uh, tests positive for COVID, there's a certain set of rules in place of what will happen um, versus if you're an unvaccinated player that tests positive. So because uh, from what Mark Stein was reporting, all the Sixers players and personnel that tested positive 
are all vaccinated, <laughs> and you're one of the few teams that had, you know, I think I don't know if you guys were a hundred, but like you I think guys, everybody but Ben is vaccinated. Yeah, so it's one of those things where they're gonna run the risk. And listen, I keep telling people this. It's uh, either way you look at it, right? You're gonna run a risk, and leagues have to make a decision. I agree with you. I think it's a little strange that you have this many people with COVID, but you're gonna play. But hey, man, I don't get paid to make them decisions, so I wish you all the best. Yeah, definitely a get well soon to Tobias and Joel, which Doc Rivers said are not doing great. So get well soon to those brothers. But let's talk about the Sixers' schedule this week. This week they have the Knicks, Milwaukee, Toronto, and Indiana. That's a tough schedule. All these teams are formidable. My best case scenario would be go two and two. All right, maybe you can steal the Indiana game. Maybe you can steal the Knicks game. I think the Bucks are still too tough to beat. I think Toronto is starting to play better with Siakam coming together. I like two and two, and I take it. If you guys go two and two, I'll be very impressed. Yeah. To me, it's not so much the Embiid, which is crazy to say, right? Yeah, you you be fine. I think Drummond is formidable. To me, it's the no Harris and now no Thibault. Yeah. And no Joe. You're losing your size and athleticism on the wing. But people have to not forget, they still have Danny Green, you know, who's a legitimate defender. They still have the guards and Milton and Maxi and Curry, you know, so they could they'll be able to shoot. And Cork Moss is there on the wing. Like they'll be able to shoot and they'll score. The question is that defense. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, real quick, let me take a deep breath. Every time I talk about Simmons, I'm gonna take a deep breath. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Uh Adrian Wojanowski reported. And I quote, Sixers, uh, not and I quote, after initial reluctance, Sixers all-star Ben Simmons has met with team-recommended specialists to discuss mental health concerns. Among other issues, the organization has recently reinstated fines for Simmons' failure to agree to those meetings. Simmons is planning to continue meeting with his NBA, uh, NBA, MBPA-provided mental health specialist and work out regularly at the team's facility Sources tell ESPN Simmons is yet to play for the Sixers, and there is no timetable in his possible debut. Um, so this is good. I only think he did it because he got fined, and he tried to do a loophole, and the loophole backfired on him because you still have to report to your team. You don't have to tell them what you're discussing as far as your mental health stuff, but you do have to tell them, are you progressing? Are you getting worse? How many times are you going a week? Like, you can't just say, I'm going through the Players Association, leave me alone. That That's not how it works against your job slash provider. So, you know, whatever, man. Um, over or under games, Ben Simmons plays by Christmas one. Under. I'm going to say over. Under. I'm going to say over. You I mean, he's, this is, he's the capper of the year, man. And he's soon to be capper of the century at this point. Because, I just want to like, let people know that I do not believe that this is going to help him long term. And it just shows a side of him that gets a little bit ugly. One last thing with Mr. Simmons and the Sixers before we talk about the rest of these teams and wrap up and get out of here. So, um, let me go to Shannon because I don't like to get people's words wrong. Um, but an interesting topic came up today. Now, one, I believe NBA GMs talk to each other every day, but I don't think it means anything. All right, so real quick, Sham says the beat is expected to miss at least 10 days unless he returns two negative tests in 24 hours. He does have symptoms, so I think he's going to miss that whole 10 days. Plus, he's a big guy. And you gotta um and you gotta do some other stuff. Um, uh, also he says significant amount of Sixers staff have received a COVID boost shot 
and that players was slated to begin receiving their shot this week. And B can now miss several. Listen, he got the vaccine. Even if he don't get the booster shot, I believe hopefully he should be okay. Um, so where can I find it? So Shams reported there remains no immense, uh, immediate, excuse me, resolution as part of the Ben Simmons trade, and the Celtics have expressed interest in Ben Simmons. <sighs> I, if I could dream of a player that the Sixers could get. It's probably as good as value you're going to get as far as contract, skill, as far as they help the team. And a player I just love watching because I know I love watching them Celtics. It will be none other than Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown averages 25 points. Before I do the Jalen Brown thing, does Simmons in Boston and Philly and, excuse me, and Brown and Philly help both teams? No. I think he do. I think he can make it work. I think Boston, the number one thing you need is passing and defense. You put Simmons on uh, Boston, they're going to be better defensively. Hold on, right? hold on, hold on, hold on. You think the number one thing they need is passing and defense? I mean, have you watched the Celtics? Yeah, and they don't have anybody on that team that can shoot except for two guys. <laughs> yeah, and they're also 28th in defense, man. I understand, but I just think take it away who's been their best offensive weapon this season to replace him with a guy. That not that not only can so you not one, score, he's not the best offensive weapon. Nice try. Um, two <laughs> has been this season. Okay, he's not the best offensive weapon. <laughs> two, um, you talk about shooting numbers. You know how your shooting numbers can get bad by playing defense and getting transition shots. True. That's a way that you. Uh, so I just think their defense is terrible. Um, we'll see about that. Uh, but like I said, I love the trade. I don't think it would happen to do. I think Boston had to be in the, Boston had to be four and twenty and just panic, like super panic. So the Sixers fans, who are we rooting against? I don't want Bradley Beal. I'm out on him. We're rooting against Portland and we're rooting against Boston. All right. We hope both of those teams suck respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I did Golden State. I did Philadelphia. Let's do Miami. So Miami this week has a tough, 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 tough schedule. All right, they're 7-2, but this week they play Denver, L.A., the Clippers, the Lakers, the Clippers, and Utah. So they got their West Coast trip, all four road games. They're going to – if I had to pick their record after this week, I'm going to go – oh, man, 2-2. Two and two. And that's good. This is a tough schedule. This is probably the toughest schedule of the year. You think? We, I mean, this is a tough schedule. We're all on the road. And again, Miami and LA guys are gonna go outside. True. True. So who do you think, man? And they're gonna be in light. They're gonna be. It's back to no. That's not back to back. But they're gonna be back to back games. Not back to back in the day, but back to back schedule in both in LA. They'll be in LA for about three days. So yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> I know Let's they live in Miami, Miami, but Let's go when, Miami. when you get to do it outside of your city, that's fun too. Uh, where do you think their record will be this week? Um, I think they'll be lucky to go five hundred. Yeah, this is a tough schedule. Listen, if they can go three and one, then I'll give it the best. Listen, team like league. you said, it's it's not so much that they're on the road, but it's yeah, really about what your road schedule looks like, yeah. and that's a that's a tough one for guys that are NBA veterans who look forward to getting out to LA, you know, once a year. Yeah, yeah, and they're back to oh, yeah, they think they slick. All right, the Brooklyn Nets. Let's do the schedule. Uh, they're four ranked on his list. 
at Chicago, at Orlando, at New Orleans, at OKC. I think Brooklyn's doing better. James Harden is starting to look like an athlete again. I think they're going to go 4-0. Ooh. What do you think? I think 3-1. and one. I think 4-0 is a stretch. I don't think that they're good enough to go 4-0. I think that they're good enough to go – they should go 4-0, but I think they're going to cough one up somewhere that they're not supposed to. All right. Let's do number five, the Utah Jazz at 7-3 this week. They play Atlanta, Indiana, and Miami. Sweep. Sweep. Sweep? Sweep. I'm going to go 2-1. and one. I think my. At the end. I think Miami beat them the other day. They did. I think it's a sweep only because they lost. They just played a lot of those teams on the Eastern Conference road trip, and I think getting them back at home, if the Jazz can get healthy and stay healthy, that's another team. Got to stay healthy. Not built to not be healthy. <laughs> All right. But, Dallas at number six, six and three this week. New Orleans, Chicago, and San Antonio Spurs, 3-0. Yeah, 3-0. and Maybe they lose to Chicago in a trap game, but th- probably 3-0. Also, Porzingis is back, if that means something. Means Next, Phoenix. <laughs> Next, I knew you were going to see it. Next, <laughs> Phoenix at 5-3. and three. This week, Phoenix has a decent uh, – no, that's actually pretty tough. So at Sacramento, home versus Portland, at Memphis, at Houston. 1-3. No DeAndre One. Ayton for the next couple of games, probably. He's not playing tonight. They'll be Sacramento. I'll say this. If Portland they don't have DeAndre Ayton, 1-3. I'm going to say two. And they're not being Sacramento every night. They're not being Sacramento every night. Okay. Sacramento, they got to play a little bit of better, man. They do, Um, but no DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't get – they still got enough guys to win a game. Um, And Frank Kaminsky's been playing well. Shout out to Frank Kaminsky. Hashtag know your role. Um, Eight, the Bucks at four and six. Still not worried about the Bucks. Holiday is back. Just need Middleton back. Uh, But, no, Middleton left. In the health and safety protocol, uh, Brooke Lopez has still got a back issue. Um, so, all right, Milwaukee this week, Philly at Philly, at New York, at Boston, at Atlanta. All right, so four road games is tough. Um, of, uh, they're too good to go one and three, two. I'll say two and two. Two and I don't two. know. I don't know how they're getting uh, two and two. They're not beating Atlanta. <laughs> they're beating Boston. They could probably beat Philly. And they're beating no Philly. Yeah. So I say. Yeah, that Philly one two. ain't no guarantee though. So <laughs> no, it's not. But I, I'm gonna give him two and two. I'm gonna give him two and two. Yeah, you're right. only gonna play no Thonis against Drummond. <laughs> True. All right, uh, two more teams if we can wrap it up. Chicago Bulls six and three. Who this week they have Brooklyn home, home versus Dallas at Golden State at Clippers. That's actually it. Wait, I'm man. giving them one. I don't know how they're getting it, but I'm giving them one. That's a tough schedule. Yeah, but they're too good they're to go one. 0 and 4. They're good. They can get one. Uh, I don't know. If they can maybe get the Clippers, depending on what the Clippers do early in the week. Man, I'm going they 0 and 4, bro. I'm not buying any of this. Nah, man. I can't do it. I got to give them one. Nah, you don't. All right. Last game. Last team, excuse me. Miami. Uh, Excuse me, Denver. Home versus Miami, home versus Indiana, home versus Atlanta, home versus Portland. 0-4. Denver, you think, is going to go 0-4 this week? Is Michael Porter Jr. going to show up? I don't think that matters. I think they're better without him this week. Nah, I think it matters. Um, they're playing <laughs> terrible. Oh, yeah, come back and miss every shot. That'll help us win games. They're going to be Indiana. They're going to be Atlanta. They're going to be Portland. They're going 3-1. Nah. 3-1, <laughs> baby. Book it. <laughs> Book it. All right, now real quick, 
Uh, we're going to talk about tonight's game. There's only one game is in progress, and that's tied. So uh, I don't have the uh, numbers for the Sixers game, but pick them, Sixers and Knicks. Uh, the Knicks are actually favored by two, and I'll take the Knicks. I'm going to take the Sixers. I think they got blown up by the Knicks last time. I think no one beat, they'll be fine. Mitchell Robinson's not playing. They're all with no one's the starting center. Drummond should eat and get at least 15 rebounds tonight. Need some hot three-point shooting and to stay out of foul trouble. I think the Sixers can pull it off tonight. Net, next game, Nets at Bulls. So this might be the best. Eh, no, it's not. This is going to be a good game. Uh, I'll be looking forward to watching this game. It's on NBA TV. Brooklyn is minus one. I like Brooklyn tonight. I'm the opposite. I do not like Brooklyn because Brooklyn, I mean, they still don't have a center. So, sorry. I'm, I'm going the opposite way. They Chicago. got two guys that can score 30. James Harden's getting a triple-double tonight. Yeah, so does Chicago. Yeah, we'll see about that. Next game, Timberwolves at Memphis. Memphis is favored by four and a half. I like Memphis to win this game, and I like to win by four and a half. Yeah, I'm there with Memphis, even though I don't really care for their team that much because they don't, I don't either. consistently I don't... play either side of the ball, but they're good enough to beat Minnesota. I'm going to I'm gonna say this now, and we can talk about this later as the season goes on. I think they, they Valanciunas trade was a mistake, man. I, Absolutely. I thought he was pretty good for them last year. And I get the first round pick, and they got the young guys that I love. But I don't know, man. I just thought he was pretty decent, man. Yeah, he didn't play defense, but he made other centers have to work on defense. Yeah, so it wasn't I, like... I don't know. And he, and he helped with scoring, man. Memphis struggles to score sometimes. So yeah, I thought they that was do. Weird. Dallas has to play the Pelicans. They have to be a win by 10. They're going to be Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. Easy win. Dallas. Toughest game of the night. I don't think it's the best game. I think the best game of the night is Hawks, Warriors, um, or Hornets, Lakers, depending on how you feel. Um, but uh, Heat at the Nuggets. Miami is favored by 1.5. Nothing I'm tough gonna, about this. I'm going to take Miami to win on the road. Yeah, Miami. Miami. Listen, if there was one game that Denver's getting exposed for not having a point guard, it's going to be tonight. <laughs> it's it's gonna be tonight. All right, Hawks at Warriors. Warriors have to win by three points. This game, this will be the hardest game the Warriors played all season. The Hawks have been struggling, but Trey Young's got hot. We'll see how good their defense is versus Trey Young because he's gonna penetrate, find shooters. His three point shots been good this week. I want to pick the Hawks, but I can't. I'm going to pick against my better judgment, and I'm going to say the Warriors as well. Um, now, I will say this. I've criticized the Warriors because I said if, the, if you play teams where you can't hide Steph Curry, that's where the Warriors will get in trouble. And this is a game. I don't know who Steph's guarding because it's going to be rough out there, but I think the Warriors will pull it off. 40-plus for Steph tonight. Phoenix at the Kings. Phoenix is favored by three. I'm taking the Kings to Me too. win the game. Kings, Rashawn Holmes. Rashawn Big. Holmes, Tyrese Halliburton. Big game tonight. He's been playing well this week. Uh, and last but not least, French's sorry Lakers versus the Hornets. I'm taking the upset. Go Hornets and upset to come within two and the beat the stinking, non-defensive, no heart, a bunch of overrated dude Lakers. Let's go, Charlotte. Hornets by 10. Wow, I was not expecting that. I, I mean, honestly, Gordon Hayward's going to be getting guarded by nobody, right? Huge mismatch. Anthony Davis versus Miles Bridges. 
you would think Anthony Davis has an advantage. I'm not so sure about that this season. Um, and I'll say this again. Miles Plumlee stinks, but he's better than DeAndre Jordan. And he's better I than agree. Dwight Howard. I agree, and I agree. We're going to wrap it up right there, right under the 30-minute mark. Good time of the day. Uh, any last words to the people before we get out of here, French? RIP to the Lakers until LeBron's back. Yeah. Oh, also, real quick, and I'm glad you said that. Um, definitely got to give a get well soon to Colin Sexton. Tournament yeah. is Listen, the Cavs were one of my favorite teams to watch. Seven and four. Uh, and y'all know as the post-LeBron era has been super hard on the Cavs. So definitely get well soon. But, hey, we talk about depth. And I know me and French laughed at them signing Ricky Rubio. Good signing now because they can use him. He played phenomenal the other and night. I want to go a step further, Jay. And I'll say this. Nothing but respect and nothing but get well for Sexton. But one man's downfall is another man's uprise. Cleveland is a young team with a lot of unproven players who don't get a lot of run because Sexton plays a lot of minutes. This is why know your role player. There's some guys. Windler is one to keep your eye on. There's some guys there that can potentially, you know, work their way into a legitimate role-playing job. You could be a starter for the rest of the season, and anything can happen at that point in your career. Yeah. All right. So Wednesday, real quick, a preview of Wednesday Pride and for French to study and for me to study. We're going to do odds on the rookie of the year, and then we'll talk about anything that happened over the last two days, all right? But rookie of the year odds, we're going to go through as many people as possible. going to give you all some good odds if we were betting people who we take, all right? That'll wrap it up for today's episode. As always, I thank my guest, French, for joining me. Please like, share, and subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Hey, shout-outs to Meta. Your Browns won without Odell yesterday. <laughs> my only football reference. I won't say anything else. I know people get mad at me when I reference other sports. Um, but real quick, uh, tell a friend, like, share, and subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, CastBox, and many, 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 many more. All right? We'll be back Wednesday with a new episode. Y'all be safe. Hey, Monday, we got to the grind. But I promise y'all, I was going to grind with y'all and get with y'all through Monday. So we're starting strong. We're going to continue the week through hump day. And we're going to finish strong this week. All right? Y'all be cool. I'm out. Peace.